Create for No Reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. Hey guys, I hope you're doing awesome. I'm solo again. I know it's sad, but that's all right because I have an awesome guest that's going to be joining me. Super excited about it. And we're going to have a good time, right? We're going to have a good time. We're going to learn some things about creativity and it's going to be great. So my guest is Nate Forrest. He's a marketing strategist for home-based businesses and small business entrepreneurs. He helps business owners increase leads and revenue through social media marketing and unique content strategies. He's an interesting guy. He plays poker. He does a little of this, a little of that. So we're going to have a fun conversation talking to Nate. What's up? How are you? I am too blessed to be stressed. How are you? Oh my gosh, look at you in that. Like, you look like you're at a poker table. Well, uh, I actually am. I set up a poker table before COVID. I bought this poker table and uh, here at my new house, and we were going to play poker here. And then COVID started, and we've never had a poker game. So I just turned it into my desk. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so great. Well, I'm, ar- I'm already recording. So I don't know if you saw that because I like to just roll with it, like right yeah. from the get go. Yeah, that's good. Let's go. What's up, everybody? I'm all in. <laughs> so, Nate, I'm, I was so excited. We just had a conversation. Was it yesterday or two days ago? I feel yeah, like a couple days ago, two, three days, days ago. ago. And you and I met on Clubhouse, where I feel like I'm meeting all these cool, interesting people. And you're so interesting because you you do so many different things. You're in marketing, but you also play poker, and you just you have you kind of like do a number of different things and you have um, a really fun way about how you seem to kind of navigate and explore your business and life and just getting your hands into things that you really enjoy. And so I just really wanted to talk to you about how you really think about your business and how you think about kind of some of the other things that you kind of mix in to your yeah. business life. I love it. I love it. Thanks for having me, Kate. And uh, you know what? I think you can build a business around your life. There's so much available to us digitally, you know, the the cell phone, the laptops, the telephones, the social media. We'll talk a little bit about all that, but you can build a business around your life whether you create your own thing, whether you're an affiliate marketer, a network marketer, or you have a brick and mortar store and you just uh, hire somebody to help you run it, whatever. Um, I've done all, all the above. And so I think you can build a business around your life and there's just so much that you can do and still enjoy your life, whatever that is for you, whether it's playing poker, I love to travel, run, and, uh, and I love to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So let's talk about, so, so much of, of this show is about the creative process. And just the process of work and how people kind of navigate this world. And so you mentioned, obviously, we live in a time when you can do whatever, right? Like you could make, you could decide that your passion is, I don't know, roller skating and somehow figure out a way to like monetize it. And so you and I, when we talked the other day, we were talking a lot about affiliate marketing and I think what's so overwhelming for people is it's almost like because you can do anything, because everything is available to us pretty easily, 
it's almost like we don't have what helps our creativity, which is those constraints, right? It's almost like, oh my gosh, I could do anything. But then it's, we don't do any of those things because we get so overwhelmed with opportunities. That's true. There's, there's always things that you could do. Like right now, there's 10 different things I could do. And it's just about prioritizing, you know, the things that, you know, need to be done that move the needle a little bit closer to the goals that you have and, and just having fun and, and accepting the fact I heard a friend of mine say this uh, not too long ago, a few months ago, he's like, I just don't subscribe to overwhelm. I just don't subscribe to like, I can only do one thing at a time. And so does that, mean that we don't get a little overwhelmed every once in a while like ah, i need to do two or three things right now yes we're human but then we just stop and say okay i I'll, i can delegate that one thing and i'll just do this one thing right now and uh, maybe i need to put off you know something else but uh just don't subscribe to overwhelm do what's in front of you if you're a solo uh, one-man team one-woman team and uh and when you start coming up with too many things to do delegate hire somebody hire a team start adding one or two or three or four people. Yeah. So for those that are thinking, oh my gosh, I could do, they're so, okay. Let's, let's talk specifically for someone who is a true, um, they, maybe they work for someone else, they're doing their thing and then they love, well, you love poker. So kind of we'll use you as an example of you know, your business is you have your business, you do affiliate marketing, you help people with their, with their social media, but you do love, you do love poker and you love running. And you said like you love church. So how do you do the thing that you need to do to earn a living and then make time for some of these other things that just bring a lot of joy to your life? Yeah. Um, mostly I, I, I kind of structure, I'm not the most structured person, but I do structure most of my business during the week, typically Monday through Thursday. Now I'm still doing things on the weekend. I'm reaching out. Like if I'm playing poker, I'm reaching out into the DMS and, and trying to catch up on my DMS and things that I can do from the poker table. Um, when I'm running, I like to run a lot. I'm, you know, if I'm not listening to worship music, I'm listening to a podcast or trying to fill up my mind with new ideas and things like that. So every time I'm doing something, I'm trying to, uh, multitask but not in a structured oh I have to do this sort of way doing things that I enjoy doing if I'm playing poker a big part of poker is folding a lot of your hands that's just it's just that's the way to be a good poker player so when you fold 10-15 hands in a row you can easily pick up your phone right after you fold and, and uh, connect with somebody in the dms or, or or respond to an email or write emails so I can do those things while I'm playing poker. And right now I'm in Nashville. Next week I'll be back in Vegas. So when I'm in Vegas, I'll go out and play poker most nights uh, for a couple hours, maybe four hours if the game's really good. So I can do the same thing. I can I can get the stuff I need done during the day, and then at night when I'm playing poker, I can I can I can still get a few things done. And uh, and it's also a really good uh, a way to clear the mind for me. Now for some people, if they're losing. You know, it's uh, might not be the good idea to clear their mind, but uh, for me, because I win most of the time, not all the time, nobody wins all the time when they play poker, you have some bad nights, I've had them, but uh, it's a good way to clear the mind, relax, decompress and still make money. So it's a win, win, win. <laughs> That's true. Your, your side thing is really, uh, you do have an opportunity to make, to, to earn some money doing it. 
But for those, like what I love so much about this idea of just incorporating something just for the fun of it. I mean, again, you can make money in poker, but when you do something just for the fun of it, like for someone else, it might be painting or photography or just something that they have fun doing because it, like you said, it clears your mind and it kind of gets you into a different space to become a better, not only in your business, but just live a more fulfilling life in general. And it helps you in business, right? Like all of those things that you do just for the fun of it, help you in business. So how does you, your taking time to play poker, help you get better in your marketing business? Man, uh, just anything that helps you decompress, get rid of your stress, whether it's running poker, whatever it is for you guys, gardening, traveling. But uh, I think it's important for online marketers, especially affiliate marketers, network marketers, small business owners. Um, This is what I actually teach clients because a lot of small business owners don't really do this. It's all about my product, product, product. You look at their Instagram and it's product, 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 and they're not really showing off their lifestyle. So you can you can share. People want to get to know you. They want to know what you're doing, why you're doing it. Maybe they want to learn a tip about running or playing poker or whatever. And so they want to get to know you. And the more they get to know you, then they kind of they kind of fall into your business. And so you can use your lifestyle. You can use your life to promote your business. So your life becomes a a big part of your marketing arsenal. And, I'm, you know, marketing is my jam and teaching people what marketing really means, making noise in the marketplace, getting, you know, just just putting your face out there in as many places as you can. And uh, so so use your lifestyle as a noisemaker, I call it, you know, there's so many different ways we can make noise. We can go, we can do a podcast like Kate's doing right now. We can get on and do a Facebook live and Instagram live. We can open up a clubhouse room, but then what do we talk about when we're in those places and your lifestyle, the fact that you get to enjoy your lifestyle, you're not just working 60, 80 hours a week just to grind the corporate world or, or even in your own business. When you become an entrepreneur, you're not just grinding 60 or 80 hours a week just to do it, just to do it. So use that lifestyle to, uh, to show off, you know, your heart, your, to share your story, to share your message and, uh, go do the things that you enjoy doing and let that be part of your marketing message. Mm, I love that. Do the things you love doing it and let it be part of your marketing. Do you think that everybody is creative? Everybody has a creative spirit inside them it's something different I can't write songs I've never really tried it seems overwhelming to me but when I see a a good song I'm like man that that this is a great song I can't believe somebody actually put these words together um everybody has a different a different type of a creative spirit and so we do have creativity inside us we just have to unlock it and uh we unlock it by getting around people spending time with with uh with people that, that, that inspire us in a different way. You know, Kate might inspire me in a different way than somebody like Marcus Black or Tom Challen, you know? So get around people that are doing things that are making things happen and they'll inspire our creative juices. So everybody has, it's the same thing as when you say, well, I'm not a runner. People say, well, oh, Nate, I don't know how you do it. I'm not a runner. There's no such thing as somebody who's not a runner. There's just people that make the decision not to run. So yeah, to answer your question, everybody has creativity in them. Just make the decision to bring it out of you and use it. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad you said that because I always, I, people say all the time, I'm just not creative. I'm just not creative. I'm like, no, everyone is creative. Everyone has that inside of them. And, and, and it's, 
it just comes out in different ways. It's like creativity shows up in everything. It's how you run a business. It's how you communicate. It's how you decide how you're going to create that video or make the podcast and what it's going to be about. Yeah. But I feel like, and you run on Clubhouse, you run a social media show, which is always interesting to me because everybody wants to know how do I make the best TikTok videos and what should I be, what platform should I be on? And I feel like it gets so specific in the strategy, but the people that come up and talk about strategy are people that aren't even creating yet. They aren't even putting yeah. themselves out there. And so what, what do you think holds people back from exploring their creativity and their creative ideas? Part of it is what you just said. They're focused on the wrong thing. Focus on the message, the value you're given. And, 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 you know, then the rest will just take care of itself. If you have a message and if you, if you feel like you don't, if you feel like you don't have value, just keep showing up, keep learning, keep learning from people like Kate, keep showing up on clubhouse, Instagram, keep going to live events. And then things will start to spark inside you. But it's because people are focused on the wrong thing, like getting started, just getting the whole social media thing started. It's just as simple as turning the camera on and sharing a story, sharing some tips, uh, maybe sharing a story about your day, about your childhood, about your business, whatever. Um, three tips, five tips, 10 tips. So it's just focusing on the wrong things. Um, you know, don't worry about the hashtags until you're until you're kind of you're creating the content until you're you're being consistent, creating the content, sharing your message. And then you can start saying, OK, how do I take my last 15, 20 posts and take it one step further? This week, I'm going to learn what hashtags to use or this week I'm going to learn what editing to do or whatever. So, yeah, focusing on the wrong things is what might get people stuck. One thing yeah. at a time front of you you know i can only play the hand i'm dealt at the poker table so focus on that one hand right now don't worry about the hand you're going to get four hands from now just go ahead and play this hand and uh just focus on what's in front of you all you can do is all you can do and all you can do is good enough mm, all you can do is all you can do and all you can do is good enough what i think is so cool when people actually finally start they finally start doing whatever it is they say they want to do or they come in and ask these questions is your questions get so much richer and deeper and more helpful when you actually start doing it. That's what I find to be so interesting is like the people that are stopping themselves from even posting the video, you have to post the video to really understand what Nate or what Tom or Brooke or anyone in that, in that social media room is talking about, because until you've experienced it, you don't actually really know. And that's what I find so fascinating. I was just in a room this morning with uh, my friend, Adam, cause he runs this podcast room that he asks me to, to kind of co-host with him. And one of the questions he asked was what, how would you have, or what would you do differently if you would have started your pot or if you, if you started, your, if you were just starting a podcast today, or if you had to relaunch your podcast. And I was like, what's so interesting about that question is everything that I would do, I would never have known unless I had actually taken action and started putting all this stuff into place. It's also known as ready, aim, fire instead yeah. of ready. Or no, no, no. I said that wrong. It's ready, fire, aim instead of ready, aim, fire. Excuse me. So it's ready, fire, then aim instead of obviously when you shoot a gun, you ready, aim, fire, but in marketing and business, it's very important. Ready, don't, and don't spend too much time getting ready. 
go ahead and fire and then aim once you fire. Once you're taking the action, you'll figure out what which direction to go in. So ready, yeah. fire. Aim. And it's it's almost what's cool is when you're starting out and you don't yet have if you don't have a massive audience or if you don't have a lot of things going on, then it's it's it should be easier. It should feel a little bit easier because you're just testing, you're just trying and you just kind of get you just kind of I just look at it like you're just playing, like you're just playing around in that space to see what works and what doesn't, especially when it's just exploring creativity. Like that's what I think is so interesting about some of these creators on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. Some of them, they literally just started creating these funny videos without any strategy. And then you start getting strategy when it makes sense because you're starting to, to see what's working, what's not, what's resonating with people. And, and that's what I really love about this idea of being able to create and how easy it is for us to create and being creative in marketing and business. It all comes down to focusing on the right thing. Don't focus too much on your products, on what you have. And that's what business owners tend to lean into. And, uh, and, and when you understand the solution that you provide to the marketplace, don't even focus. Now, this kind of goes against what people are taught. Don't even focus just on the solution that you have. Now, you do need to share that message, but really go all in on the marketing of that solution, because just the solution that you know, as a business owner, if you're listening right now, the, the solution that you know that you provide the marketplace, just having the best solution is not good enough to get to, to reach your goals, to make the money. Having the best product is not good enough. We know some of the best products never, never made it. Some of the worst products, I mean, look at McDonald's. They're the most successful marketers on the planet. So understand your solution, yes. But if you spend too much time showing off your product, showing off your, um, you know, showing off uh, things that your audience might not want to see just yet, then um, at the end of the day, it's not about just having the solution, but it's about marketing that solution in creative ways, if that makes sense. So don't just focus on here's my product, but really get creative, write down and write down 30 different ways, 50 different ways that I can market this, uh, this product. That's a really great exercise for people that are listening to, to write down, like stretch your creativity, right? Like come up with those 50 ways, come up with 50 crazy ideas that may or may not work. And just to start to get your, just to get your thought process, just to get things flowing, because sometimes it's the craziest thing. It's, isn't it funny how sometimes it's the things that you think are going to work that don't do anything. And then those random things that you just tried somehow like are the ones that like pop everything off. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And social what? media provides a lot of creativity for us. So, you know, there's so much you can do on social media. And so, but yeah, go ahead. I know you got another question to fire off. Well, I was going to ask you what has surprised you about your creativity when it comes to, I mean, anything in your business and playing poker just over the past year, has anything surprised you? Man, I'll tell you one thing that's surprising are the the number of people that we've kind of connected with just because of Clubhouse, which, you know, uh, I don't know how many people are listening have gotten on Clubhouse, but there's just power in social audio. And one thing that has surprised me is just by showing up, just by showing up and giving value, the types of people that we've been able to not only build relationships with, but share stages with, share Zooms with. And so social media, whether it's social audio or just social media, uh, text or whatever version of it that you're, you're all in on, 
is a powerful, powerful thing because it's, you get to go to a party all around the world every night. Like I can jump off the zoom and go join two or three different parties. When I say party, it's a place to go meet people. It's a place to hang out and ask questions, find out what people are doing, learn from others. And so that's one thing that's surprising is how fast things are happening right now, how fast connections are being made. And it's like, we have to sit, we have to sit back and look every once in a while and think, okay, who am I going to run with next? Like there's a big event going on in Florida tonight for a Frank McKinney is launching his book, his book Aspire. And I, I, you know, I wanted to go to it, but I just had some things I needed to do here in Nashville before I go back to Las Vegas. And so that's just one example of that would have been a good way to, uh, you know, keep my creative juices flowing and do a little bit more traveling, but I had to pull back and focus on a few other things. And so uh, that's surprising as the types of people that I'm connecting with all because of clubhouse. And, and because we show up on Clubhouse. Yeah, it's consistency, right? I mean, that's the thing about, that's the thing about creativity that's so interesting too, is just that consistency of showing up, of playing, of playing around, like just playing with different ideas that you have. And again, whether you're talking about social media or anything like music or poker or whatever you want to do, it's just that consistency of showing up, which I think is the challenging part when it comes to not only, I mean, just business, social media, anything, I think consistency is one thing that people are challenged by because it's a long-term play, right? It's, yeah. it's life. It's, you're constantly growing, but I think a lot of people give up on a creative project because they don't see the results that they think that they're going to get within a very short amount of time. And I, I think, man, this is a fun conversation because I'm thinking right now to be creative, you do need to be consistent and being consistent sounds kind of boring. So add one more element to that. And to be a successful poker player or a business owner, there's something that you have to do and that's change things up. So you do have to be consistent, like to play poker. You can't just play poker one hour a day and, and, and be a winning poker player. You can't just, I mean, you can win a little bit, whatever, but to be a business owner. So you be consistent but you change things up. So we change things up on the social media show in clubhouse. You change things up a little bit, like what, you know, what city, where, what city can I go to for a live event? Um, what, what different can I do in my marketing? I'm working on a YouTube channel, so I'm going to change things up in that way. And if you're already doing a YouTube channel, you change things up on how the video looks, how it's edited. If I'm doing a training each week, I don't, I wouldn't go live right here from my poker desk as, as cool as a poker desk is. I wouldn't go live from here every single night. Let's do one in the backyard. Let's do one in Las Vegas. Let's do, let's, let's have different scenery. So to be creative, if we put together a formula right now that I'm just kind of popping us, be consistent, but change things up and have fun. So it's okay. And, uh, you know, that includes changing your scenery, changing your messaging and, uh, changing your attitude if you're catching yourself slipping your energy you're not feeling it do something to change your attitude whether that's you know run around the house or do some push-ups or whatever so change <laughs> things up dance do something dance because to be a winning poker player you can't do the same thing all the time you have to like if you're if you would have bet this hand the last two or three times you need to check it this time you got to be a little bit different you got to be a little bit inconsistent in how you play so be inconsistent in your delivery, but always have a delivery. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Ooh, that does make sense. It does. And it's good. You know, one of the, so you're starting a YouTube channel. I actually just started 
a, so I've had a newsletter, but not, I never called it a newsletter, but I just officially like named it and started putting it out. And so in my mind, I'm like, all right, I have to commit. Just like when I started this podcast, I'm like, I'm in this for at least a year. I got to do it for at least a year. So I feel the same way about that. And then I have a YouTube channel that I was, I'm very, I'm so not consistent. So I was like, all right, if you're going to do this newsletter, just be consistent with your YouTube videos. And so I've had to restructure how I do the videos so that I not only am I consistent, but also that I know I don't have to spend a ton of time on it. I'm like, how, how can I create videos that are impactful, but that also I'm not, they don't take a whole day or they don't take a whole week to kind of put together or whatever that is. And so I took everything that I've learned from the things that I've done so far and then figured out what I needed to do. Um, you know, cause based on the amount of time that I am allocating to it, you know, if somebody wants to be YouTuber for a living, that's a way different strategy than my idea of really just wanting to do like one video a week that I think will help yeah. my audience. Um, yeah. but you have to think about all of that stuff. You have to look at it in that way of like, what are you really trying to do? Like for me, I just love doing videos. I love sharing these ideas that I have and just playing around with it and seeing what happens. So what's your goal for your YouTube channel? Uh, have some fun. And I, you know, I did, I did, a, I have an old YouTube channel from 10 years ago. It's actually kind of hilarious when people stumble across it. Some uh, just, you know, sitting in my desk and, and uh, t- teaching some marketing and stuff. And so for some reason, when I built a business in Las Vegas for a few years, I, I got away from some online marketing. So I know I need to get back into the, the YouTube game. And my goal is to create long-term real estate. That's why YouTube is so powerful because we know we spend a lot of time on social media and we do things that aren't, that aren't permanent. They do provide value in the, in the short term, but they're not there forever. So create long-term real estate. I'm looking at YouTube as a place to create long-term real estate so I can build social capital, lead generation, in, uh, you know, increase sales, but provide value. But if you're always, if each video provides more value than the call to action at the end of the video where I might offer to buy a thing or offer a free giveaway or whatever. Um, that's the goal is just to keep providing value that help people around me move the needle in their life. And as long as you keep providing more value to all the people around you, whether it's a YouTube video, an Instagram video, or whatever it is, uh, maybe it might be a live hotel presentation or whatever it is, then your business will continue to grow. So it's just to uh, have fun, uh, mix it up a little bit, do a video in different ways that other people aren't thinking of, and uh, just try to have some fun and, uh, and, and make some money. It's all about making some money. <laughs> <laughs> have some fun, make some money. But that's the thing is like some of the stuff when, when, when I think about creativity and using your creativity, how many creators started a podcast, started doing YouTube videos, just for the fun of it, just to see what happens. And then it blows up. Right. And then they, they've created it. They've created a career around it. Like there's all these YouTubers that this is all they do for a living. And you look at it, you can look at it in two different ways, right? Like you can look at it as, Hey, this is my full-time thing or what you and I were talking about even the other day, which is, Hey, these videos support my business. These videos allow me to get in touch with my uh, the, my prospects or, or reach out to some people that might find it and then t- turn into a client. So I think, again, it just always goes back to putting things into perspective and that consistency. I think that's what it really comes down to is like the people, like you've had a YouTube 
channel 10 years ago, if you would have kept doing those videos, yeah. you would be in a very different place today, but yeah. now you're getting back at it. And as long as you know, you show up, like if you start doing videos today, a year from now, you're going to have at least what 52 videos. If you do one a week, Yeah, that's a lot of videos, Yep. but it takes it time. It takes, it takes time and it, but you just got to get the ball rolling. Don't worry about the editing and stuff. That's what, that's what's held me back from getting back into the YouTube game for a while. And I just know that it's my next, my next big thing to go all in on. And that's why it's important. You know, I'm wearing this all in shirt. It's important in the social media marketing game to go all in on something that's right in front of you. And everybody, if you're not ready to turn a video camera on and do videos, you're not ready to, you know, to do uh, whatever, to do Instagram lives. Anybody can get onto Facebook, get onto Instagram and go to other people's profiles and just start saying hello. Anybody. So go all in on whatever's in front of you. Start leaving comments on people's profiles. Start building that social capital by doing what you can do right now each night. So that's how I got my social media game started is just when I didn't feel like working, but I knew there was something I could do to be productive when I just kind of had a block or whatever. 10, 11 years ago, I would just get on Facebook and I would go to people's profiles and I would just leave comments. I would leave hearts, leave long, thoughtful comments. And I just started building social capital that way. And so that's one message that I always tell people, just go all in on what's in front of you, but be all in and consistent on something. You know, we've been consistent on Clubhouse. We built a show over there. And uh, now it's time to do, for me personally, now it's time to do all that on on, on uh, YouTube. And I would like to get a podcast going like you as well. I was ready to get my podcast going. And then when Clubhouse came along, I just went all in on Clubhouse. Oh, and, uh, boy. Well, now you can have all the great guests that you've met on Clubhouse as your podcast guests. So yeah. it all, it'll all work out in the end. But um, yeah, that's awesome. And podcasting and YouTube can kind of be done together. That's the cool thing. You can kind of, you could do your podcast on YouTube. So yeah. And again, it always comes back to just like, plan just like having fun if you have an idea for a podcast for a youtube channel whatever it is just get started it's so easy to get started and it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't you don't even have to know the outcome or where it's going to go or what it needs to be as long as you just start showing up only by showing up are you able to figure out what works and what doesn't and also what you have fun doing some people i think they want to go all in on something they have, they know nothing about, and they might not even like it. They might yeah. not actually like that career path or that project that they think they would really love. That's happened to me on multiple projects that were, or creative ideas that I've had. I was like, oh, this was cool. But after like a year or two, I was kind of like, I'm, this isn't my thing. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize they might be thinking, well, how can I leave my job or how can I start a business? If you will just focus on what you what you enjoy doing and build an audience, the business will come to you. Now, mm -hmm. some people might already have a business idea, and so they, it's time to start building an audience. But there may be somebody listening. They're like, well, I don't know what to do. Just build an audience, you know, a, runner, a running club, a weight loss club, a poker club, whatever it is, faith-based club. Build an audience, have conversations, and the business will come to you. That You might see an affiliate offer that you think your audience will benefit from. Let them know about that affiliate offer and earn a commission on it. You might build a course. I help business owners build uh, uh, courses and, and, you know, with whether it's coaching or, or course creation with modules and training and things like that. So the business will come to you when you build the audience, partly because the audience will let you know what they want and need. If 
by having conversations, by asking questions, they'll let you know where their gaps are and you'll have aha moments like, oh, I could create a course around that gap that keeps coming up, that question that keeps coming up. And so uh, that's, that's just a creative way to build a business is you don't have to build the business first, build the audience and the business will come to you. Yeah. All right, Nate, we always ask people at the end of the show to give, I mean, we kind of already talked about a couple of them, but we ask our guests to share one, something simple, like five minutes or less that someone can do today to get started, to just like use their creativity to start something. And I feel like you kind of already gave one with the I'm trying to think of something fresh. So I'm trying to be creative, real, 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 think of yes. something. Um, well, one thing is if somebody's already in business or if you're not in business, pay attention, pay attention to, uh, start paying attention to what people want and need, not just what you think they want and need. So for example, there's a lot of business owners, they don't have email lists. So I help them start setting up their email list. There's business owners that don't have sales funnels in place. So I help them just set up simple pages. So there's so many different business ideas, but to get that business started, one thing you can do is start, uh, is put together uh, two lists. One is a uh, Russell Brunson calls it a dream 100, put together lists of people that already have lists. They already have a reach and start connecting with these people and see how you can serve them. People like Kate Bowman, people like, you know, that we meet on clubhouse, the Tom challenge, the Marcus blacks, the Ashley Brandstetters. So put together a list of people that might have a level of success and you don't think they could be a client for you and your business yet and start reaching out to a few of those people each day and see how you can serve them. You'll be surprised at the trajectory of those relationships, even when only five, 10 or 15 out of a hundred um, give you an opportunity to get to know them. So that's one list that you can start putting together the other list. And you start, you just start with a piece of paper until you get, until you know how, learn how to build a, like an online sales page that can capture their names in an email list, start putting together lists of people that you meet that would be an ideal prospect, an ideal customer for a business that you're building. So just focus on building a list as simple as a piece of paper, get them into your, uh, your DMs and your social media, and then you can take it to that next level and move them into a Facebook group, move them into a email autoresponder list or a WhatsApp group. So go all in on list building, and then building community from those lists. And so once you, once you start building a community, and it might just be three of you right now that, that want to talk about running or foods that you eat or whatever it is that you're building a relationship on, maybe you're in network marketing and you're, you're in weight loss, you have like a protein shake or a drink or something or, or a pill, but you want to take, okay, who buys those things? Put together a list of the type of people that would buy those things, people that eat clean, people that you know, people that run, people that, uh, people that are goal oriented. So those start thinking creatively of the types of lists that you can put together and just focus on one or two lists at a time. And you'll start thinking, you'll start coming across people that end up being either your business partners or your customers or just your friends. And that's okay. So focus on list building and uh, whether it's a piece of paper an email autoresponder list, filling up your social media DMs, that's a version of a list. And then you can step into your CRMs, you know, all that technical stuff and having software that keeps track of all your lists and stuff like that. So I hope that helps. Oh my gosh. I feel like, yes, 
you just gave us like a little mini class on list building. I was like, just something five minutes. And you're like, no, I'm going to give you the whole model for your next yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, Nate, you are so awesome. I love getting to chat with you most days on Clubhouse and you always share such great information over there. Um, what is, where's the best way for people to connect with you? They can find me at nateforest.com. That's Forrest with two R's, just like Forrest Gump. And uh, I like to run. I like to play, you know, I like college football. Forrest Gump played college football for Alabama. But no, it's uh, nateforest.com. And uh, on there, I have, you know, I have some free, some freebies. I have some free giveaways and stuff, and uh, including a, a free, a free a group, uh, you know, in my community, the Social Media Sales Mastermind, where I just give people ideas on how to use social media to uh, increase results in their business. Well, Nate, I'm so happy that we met on Clubhouse. I'm excited for, we'll have to uh, exchange notes on our YouTube experience. And uh, yep. and if I can help with the podcast in any way, please let me know. I've definitely learned a lot over the past year of, uh, of this show. Let's do it. Thanks for having me. Oh Fun. yeah. Thank you so much. And um, hey, I'll see you. I'll see you on Clubhouse. One more thing. <laughs> I'm all in. Are you? I am always all in. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh, I'm so happy that you guys got to hear Nate. He is someone who I get to chat with quite often over on Clubhouse. And uh, if you are on Clubhouse, definitely check out his social media show that happens on Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., 11 to 1. And yeah, that was a fun conversation. I feel like it's, that's what it is. It's consistency, right? It's, it's a, about creating every day, whatever it is, using your creativity, being consistent and seeing what shows up, seeing what you create, seeing just by creating, you're just expanding your world. You're meeting new people. You're having different experiences. You're trying new things. You're seeing what works. You're seeing what doesn't. So I hope you got some good ideas from Nate. And I know that he shared a fun exercise. And also there was like other exercises within this whole show even just this idea of taking a social media platform that interests you, that you've been thinking about creating on, whether it's a podcast or a blog or YouTube videos or TikTok or whatever it is, and just try something. Get, get out your camera, do, a, do an Instagram live, do a TikTok, I don't know, whatever, have fun. Do something that's been kind of calling you that you think would be really fun doesn't have to be perfect. It won't be perfect. Just have fun doing it and see what happens. Go all in, like Nate said. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We so appreciate you listening. And not only that, but if you haven't yet followed the podcast, please follow the podcast and also write a review. Let us know what you think about the show. If there's a guest that maybe you want to have us bring on, um, let us know that too. And also, you can head over to join our fun Facebook community over on Facebook. It's called Create For No Reason, obviously, like the name of the show. And uh, we have some fun conversations over there. And if there's something that you're working on, you can share it with the group and get feedback. So um, join that Facebook community. And I hope that we see you over there. And I hope that you create something. Create something for no reason. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>